Welcome back to Extra Shot of Leadership. Hey, Kimberly, what are you doing over there? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't ready. You know, I should be ready for that, but I'm not. I wasn't ready. I was like, whoa. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. What's happening? What's so great? I just have had a fantastic day. I'm feeling energized. Woo wee. Yes, I got to. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I had a great. Just a great couple of uh, meetings with some people, and I got a little bit of pep in my step, and I'm just feeling good. I, I, I think I'm gaining some energy from those conversations. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm, I'm not in that mode. Uh-oh. I am, but I am. I'm feeling accomplished because I knocked out like 15 things already today, so I'm pretty happy with that. That's excellent. But I know that I have this big project staring me in the face, and. I've been focused on some other things, and it's like it is time to move my eyeballs over this other project, and it's going to be a lot of work. It's something you don't really want to do, or you do want to do it. What is it? Yeah, probably maybe something I don't really want to do. Okay, but you got to do it. All right. Yeah, it'll be fun once I get it started. I just it's the getting started. Yeah, you know, it's like going for a walk, (laughs) going to the gym, the shoes on, (laughs) lacing them up. Yeah, once you get there, once you get into it, you're like, okay, I'm glad I'm here. I'm feeling good. Yep. Hey, so what are we talking about today? Do you have a topic in in mind? Well, you just sprung one on me, and so (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had a lot of time to prepare, but I'm good with it. Yeah, you know, the one thing that I have in mind is I'm thinking about people who, you know, maybe they got promoted recently or in the last year, six months, somewhere around there. And my question is, do you have any tips, any thoughts around, hey, look, you're transitioning into this role. Here's the one thing to not do. You like that double negative? (laughs) Here's the one thing to be thoughtful of. Like this warning, danger, Will Uh Robinson up ahead. Don't do this. Now, I know in our previous episodes, we've talked about like getting your plan together and ensuring you have a good transition and all of that with new supervisors, new leaders, that whole thing. I want to think about the opposite. For me, you know me, I like to go negative from time to time. <laughs> go on to the dark side. I want to go to the dark side. What should I not do? So from your experience, what have you seen people fail? They stumble. It's in that transition. It's like, oh, man, if you do anything, don't do this. Yeah. Did you like that? That was pretty dramatic. <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> I think I have one helpful tip. And... It's something that you eventually learn, but if you were mindful of it up front, it would help you with your decision-making, it would help you with your communication, it would help you what you work on, what you don't work, work you do, what you don't, where you spend your time, All those right. kind of things. Um, and so for me, the one thing is it's not about you. Oh, and quit thinking it's about you, right? So because you just got promoted, you know, you were the one that was selected. There was five other candidates. There was a hundred. It is about (laughs) me. It is not about you. Uh, And it's it's hard to switch that mindset because you got to think that when people were making this decision as who's the best for the job, you your skills were not necessarily the basis for the decision, right? There is a team. The team needs something. The team needs to be able to do something or they want something different done with the team. They they needed something for this team. You were the one they selected, but the basis was really what does the team need? And so it can be hard when you're like, I just got the promotion. Now I need to go set expectations or I need to do this and I need to do that. It is there. You're a factor of that. But thinking that it's about you 
is can really get you in the ditch. So as you're starting to make your decisions about, I need to go talk to my team. I need to go set expectations. I need to do whatever it is I need to do. Think in terms of what does the team need? What does the department need? What does the organization need? Because now you're a part of the organization and you're driving things for the organization. And so thinking in terms of that versus what do I want? What do I need? What feels good for me? It's not about you. Oh, man. So how do I know that I'm doing that? I think that's my question because, listen, I just got my job and I do need those things. I do need to learn about what this team's goals are or what they've been working on or feedback. Now, maybe I, you know, came from another group and I'm trying to understand. Yeah, I have some needs. So when you say messaging, get me in the ditch, what do you mean by that? So one of the things is when you're communicating, when you're in those meetings, there's a lot of, there can be a lot of I, 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 I need this. I want this. I think this. And you've got to change your vocabulary when you're with your people about this is us, our, the team, the organization, y'all. They're just vocabulary needs to change. Oh man, I like that. It's very simple. I, I do. I like that. It is very simple, direct to the point thinking truly about what is the language that you're using every day with your team and is it more focused on I and me or is it us and we? I know that sounds... Yeah, it's not not about you. And and I think also, too, so you go in to maybe talk to your next level supervisor, right? And you're like, what are my expectations? What do you, what do you want me to do and not want me to do? I think you've got to be asking those questions so that you're understanding in terms of what do they want you to do for the team, right? Mm. And so thinking of it and not in just task me type tasks, but what's the bigger picture? What's the why? All right. So that, is that answering all your questions? I like it. I, I'm sitting here really just thinking how many times am I saying me or I when I'm with the team? I think that's a great, easy, quick hit. I've just transitioned. I need to be thinking about that. Yeah, uh, because otherwise, what ends up happening if I if it is all about me and I make it all about me? It's going to show. <laughs> it's going to show that you are doing these things for your benefit, so that you look good, or so that you can shine, so that you can climb the ladder. It's going to start to show. They're going to give you a little grace probably in the beginning, but I think your team will start to see it. Your supervisor will start to see it. The organization will start to see it, and you can really kind of get in a trap, kind of a like a little whirlwind of thinking about yourself. And I. I remember, I mean, I'll own it. I ha- I was in a meeting with a next level supervisor and I was wanting to do something. And the question was, well, why do you want to do that? <laughs> and so uh, the response that I got was, but it's not about you. And I was like, oh, yeah. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And I could see it very clearly and quickly. But if I would have had that months in advance or been thinking like that months in advance, it would have just saved me a little time and effort and communications and things like that. Yeah, because you could start kind of messaging early on that it's about us, how we're moving forward, how we're working together, whatever that is, versus you all are here to make me look good. Yes. And it's so, you know, you're telling the team, like, let's just say you want to do things differently. I want this. I want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. Instead of you could have a different type of message like, this is what I want us to be. This is how I want other people to see us, right? So you kind of, you are having, you have a little I language in there, but you're bringing them into it for the, it's about 
us as Together. a team. Yes. yes. All right. So that's that's all I got. Do you have something big in the tank? I mean, you, I'm I'm sure if you came up with this topic, you got a whopper over there. I don't know if I have a whopper, <laughs> but I like thinking about it that way. When I think about this person transitioning, they're in this role. What I see for new supervisors, especially the ones who are being promoted within the department, they were individual contributor, and now they are leading the team that they were part of. What I see leaders do that I'm like, danger, danger, (laughs) Will Robinson. No, it's wanting to be friends. They want to stay in that kind of warm, fun, friendly relationship that they had as peers, right, as individual contributors. And they want to maintain that type of relationship with whoever they had existing on the team, right, previously existing. And what I will commonly tell new supervisors is they're not your friends. Aww. They're not your friends. They really, they probably are, they don't like you all that much. You're the boss now. Mm -hmm. And Probably at some point, there were conversations between you as the individual contributor peer and everybody else about the previous boss. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know y'all were talking smack about them. I'm still talking about them. (laughs) (laughs) And so now you have gotten promoted and you're leading this team. And guess what? They're talking smack about you. (laughs) Probably so. Right? Yeah. There's some level Not to your face. That's right. Absolutely not. Never. But there's probably some level of smack talking going on, and you can try to maintain your friendship, right? You can absolutely still try to befriend everybody and everybody's chummy, but where it really becomes a problem is it's when you've got to give feedback to somebody, Mm -hmm. and you've got to give corrective feedback. Somebody is not performing the way the organization needs them to perform. They're not doing the job they need to be doing. They're not timely. They're not accurate. They're Maybe they're making other people angry or frustrated, right? They're not behaving in the way that you would expect. And so now all of a sudden with your chum buddy that you think is your chum buddy, you've got to give some feedback. And that is so difficult to do when the relationship is now intertwined with this work slash friend relationship, and you likely are going to push it off. That's what I see Or happen. sugarcoat it, maybe. Yeah. You, you, I completely agree, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to sugarcoat it. You're going to powder puff them. You're going to kind of, hey, you get me, right? You're right? You, you, you're good? So Everything's just a good? Little, you know, Can you, you know, maybe not be so late? Number one thing that I would say is when you are moving up and you are taking over a team is you have to create boundaries. There has to be clear, hey, look, we do have a personal relationship, but I'm also now the leader of this team, the boss of this team, whatever you want to call yourself. I'm now responsible for the work output of this team. These two have got to get separate. Um, and it may be awkward for you. It's a little awkward for me. Whatever it is that you want to say, there's, it's, I think it's great to acknowledge the change in the relationship But to maintain the relationship the way that it was in the past is absolutely going to end up in the ditch. There is no easy way to get out of that kind of strong bond of a relationship and trying to maintain it as you are now leading this team. And then it also makes it weird for everybody else on the team. Maybe it's one person that Mm -hmm. you were a buddy with and not everybody else. And now that that one's going to be the favorite. They're the favorite now, Mm -hmm. you know. Don't be friends. <laughs> That's my number one tip. Don't try to maintain the friendship. 
It's a respectful relationship. It's a strong relationship. It's a professional working relationship okay. and being real clear about what that looks like. Okay. I hear you. And I do think that is Danger Zone. The red light is flashing over there. That's a good song. Uh, the Danger Zone. Kenny, Kenny oh, yeah. Loggins, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't seen Maverick? That movie is awesome. The fact that you can pull that out of your hat is incredible. I'm I like, love Kenny that Loggins. Gun. I'm like, where did that come from? The Danger Zone. Yeah. Oh, man, I got a great story about that one, but go on. So I do have I have a couple of questions for you, and you alluded to it just a little bit. So I, you know, we were through. We gotta gotta get it out. Let her, let her go. I can't. I can't even. I, it's like it's in, it's like an earworm in my ear. Sorry. Go back. So <laughs> I was yesterday. You know, yesterday I was buddy buddy yep. with somebody. Yep. And we were talking about the boss, and we were cutting up, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Today I'm promoted, and so what do you recommend? How do you recommend that? Conver- is it a conversation? What is you just start acting different? What are you going to do to establish this cut the line here between boss and friend? I think you absolutely have the conversation. And the conversation is hey, listen, I know where we were at yesterday. I have to acknowledge the fact that it might be a little bit weird for you today because we were cutting up yesterday and now I have to enforce. The rules, the expectations, the policies, whatever it is. Now I'm the organization, right? That yesterday we were once buddy-buddy fighting against, uh, you know, and I get it. I get it that it might be uncomfortable for you, but I respect you. I respect your work. I want you to, you know, flourish, do great, reach your full potential on this team, and I am committed to that. What are your thoughts? How do you feel this relationship would move forward? You know, do you have any reservations about what this relationship will look like, right? But we're not going to be able to go to lunch every day. Or maybe we're not going to be able to do, I don't know, happy hour every weekend. Fishing every weekend. Yeah, fishing every weekend. Or this is where, you know, it, it does get a little sticky. I think to ignore it is makes it really weird. Right. You, you can't just pretend like nothing happened. You know, something happened and there needs to be a, an honest conversation about what the roles look like now. There's a difference in role. Yeah. And because of that, the relationship is likely going to change and should change, right? I, I absolutely think that it should change. And to me, it's just a, a natural conversation that should happen between a boss and an employee or the the leader of the team. It's a mature conversation. It's the one that says, Hey, look, I understand you're going to look at me now a little bit differently. And that's okay, right? Yeah. And likely you're going to be frustrated with me just like you were with, you know, <laughs> Joe, who was in this I know you're going to talk about me. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that because I've been there, right? I've been the friend and then had to go into that role. And I think one of the things that you can try to do and what I think I tried to do was try to turn that friend into the first follower, right? What are you trying to do? What do you want to accomplish? What's the why? Why can't we maintain this relationship? Because it's because what it's going to do to the team, right? And how it's going to affect them and what they're going to see. And so you're just asking for help. And this is what I'm going to try to, because we talked about what we didn't like about that other boss. I'm going to try to not be that and do things differently so that we can have the type of team that we always thought we wanted. And so having a little bit of that conversation, I think, is helpful too. I think yeah. that's great. That Spot on in terms of giving just tangible, hey, what should I say? What should I expect during these conversations? 
So I have another question. Oh, for you. man, I was going to go on to somewhere else. But ask your question. It's good. <laughs> so, okay. So let's say you do the, we were we were friends, and then you kind of did the separation. Now we're boss employee. But there's still like, there was a relationship. There was a nice, strong relationship there. Can you ever go back to like have a strong relationship, but still keep, you know, we're, we're, we're different. We're boss employee. I think so. I truly believe that that is possible. I believe that those can be some of the best relationships, but it takes both people to be able to acknowledge the boundaries. Mm -hmm. There's work time, there's professional, and then there's friend time. They cannot cross over. I think when they start to cross over and it impairs the boss's Mm decision-making on how they treat the employee, that's when we have a problem. Mm -hmm. That's ultimately what you're trying to avoid. You're trying to avoid any avoidance of doing the things you would normally do with a person who may not be performing. You're trying to avoid not doing that. Yes. You know, you you need to get in there and you need to give everybody the feedback that they need. You need to treat everybody with some level of consistency with whatever the expectations are. There has to be clarity around that between those two people. I think it takes two people who are mature. Yes. And who can respect the boundaries. Yeah, I think that respect is a big one. You know, especially from the employee's side has got to be able to respect the difference in the positions and respect that, let's just say we do go fishing. Yeah. Right? We do go fishing. Monday morning, I'm not coming in like, hey, we went fishing this weekend. You yeah. know, there's got to be some conversation of uh, confidentiality and managing perceptions, right? Yeah. If we're going to want it to continue to be able to do this, we have to be able to keep it separate. We have to be able to keep it separate, especially at work. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it separate. So if you can't keep it separate, we're going to have, you know, it's just going to have to change. Things will have to change. Yeah. And, you know, I hate to, to for people listening thinking, gosh, she's saying, you know, I just got promoted and now I have to break this relationship. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm really saying you have to draw the boundaries. You have to be real clear. Hey, look, I like our friendship. It's cool and all, but I also have this job and this job is I want to do well in it and I'm expected to do these X, Y, and Z things. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to break the relationship. It has to change. It has to change. And you have to talk about it. Yeah. But you can't just keep going on like it was yesterday before I got promoted because that's just not going to work long-term, that is going to create problems on the team. Yeah, I would. I completely agree with all that. And I think that doing that early on, early, like in the first couple of days, right, that conversation has to happen. Absolutely. And then, you know, the, it's, and then it has to, they, everybody has to see, it has to be visible for everybody else that there's a separation. And then somewhere later on, right, when you got the whole team and you're all big buddies and, and working and have established boundaries and all of that, things can change maybe a little bit. But it's a it's a fire burning if it's not addressed. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And that'll get you called into the boss's office mm-hmm. real quick about <laughs> how you're treating employees and how you're relating to them or talking to them or who's who's getting what opportunity. And all of a sudden, yeah, it, it starts to look like you're favoring one over the other yeah. or favoring two over the other two, whatever that is. And you want to be incredibly, incredibly thoughtful 
when you take on that next step and how you create the boundaries with people that you have previous relationships with. Yeah. And I like the whole getting called in the boss's office because that's something that the boss should be. The next level supervisor should be looking for, making sure y'all are having those conversations. Like the things that we're discussing today are things that a next level supervisor can discuss with a newly promoted supervisor. Yeah. It's like, hey, I noticed you have a great relationship. Are you going to have a conversation with them? What's that going to sound like? And are you comfortable doing that? Are you worried about it? How do you think they're going to respond? I mean, you can ask a million and one questions in order to help your new supervisor, depending on who's listening, right? But in order to help that new supervisor be successful in that, yeah. man, to have a little bit of a coaching session and, you know, hey, this is what I plan to say. Does this sound okay? <laughs> That's helpful. Yes. Or from that next level supervisor, like, hey, I'm kind of seeing that you got a favorite. That yeah. type thing. I think having that conversation is important if you do see it. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, there was something else that I was going to say about, um, but I don't remember. So, c'est la vie. <laughs> Just yeah, like that. I think I was in the danger zone. <laughs> Those of you who are listening today, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation. If you've been recently promoted, think about, are you using the me, 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 me too often? <laughs> and... What about your relationships? Have they changed? Are you doing anything different? Have you had those conversations to let people know, hey, look, I like you. We're good friends, but I got a job. All right. And then if you know somebody that's been recently promoted or uh, family, friend, whatever, don't forget to share this episode with them. Share the whole podcast with them because it's just that good. Don't forget to subscribe. That'll put us in your feed every week so you can come back again for an extra shot of leadership. Leadership.